Hello, I'm Warren Rain, CEO, President of Golden Minerals Company. Uh, we're a junior mining company with gold production in Mexico, and we're looking to expand our production base also in Mexico with a restart of the Velardena operation. Um, we're, we're in the uh, exploration space both in Mexico and Argentina and uh, moving forward to expand uh, our footprint in the junior mining space. Warren, good to see you again. Um, it's been a, been a while. Um, you've been busy and the, the markets are going crazy. So I thought it's time for an update from you. So it's that time of year, uh, quarterly results. Uh, give us the headline numbers because I, I want to get into the projects proper. Yeah, no, the, the quarter was quite good for us. Uh, Rodeo is, is operating as planned. Uh, we're ticking right along. We produced 3,000 gold ounces in the quarter, Q2. Uh, we're right on track for the annual production metrics of between 12,000 and 14,000 ounces of gold. Um, cost structure was a little bit higher on a, on a per ounce basis in Q2. We were up to $1,400 per ounce produced uh, for a couple of reasons. We can get into that detail later. Uh, but uh, in general, you know, we had good operating uh, income, about uh, just under $6 million operating income uh, with about 1.3 net margin from the operation. So still uh, you know, adding money to the balance sheet. Uh, we're spending it on the exploration side, uh, but uh, overall, Rodeo is still doing what it was planned to do, which is to give us a financial base with which to use to move our other projects forward. Right. Okay. And I, I know we kind of do it. Most times I speak to you is um, just trying to understand the those, those kind of stepping stones. Right. Day is just a stepping stone, but it also not just in terms of um, cash, but in terms of saying to people, you know, we know how to get something into production. So I, I think that's kind of people have been following this well understood. Um, can you can we just kind of run through the assets in the portfolio, right? Because um, Rodeo is just about producing answers, selling them, getting some cash on the table, which will help you get Valadania in, into production is one is, is you know, you, you said it. But you're talking now about increased costs and obviously that payable ounce of gold is, you know, well, it's being affected. Your margin is being affected. Why? What's, what's going wrong? Or is it temporary? Is it long term? We knew the margin was going to go down from rodeo as, as we produced because the higher grade material was in the upper levels of the phase one pit. So we've completed the phase one or just about to the bottom and started phase two. And as a result, you know, we get in some lower grade material at the bottom of phase one. Um, and and really the the lower um, lower net margin from rodeo and the higher cost per ounce is due almost entirely to the decrease in head grade to the mill. So we went from you know well over three grams per ton to uh, you know mid twos um, between Q4 2021 and Q1 Q2 or, or you know half first half of, of 22. So that's that's really what the math does, right? You, you produce less ounces, have a lot of fixed costs, so your cost per ounce is higher. Right. We, we will have some higher grades coming in uh, in the second half of, of 22, which will improve, but uh, you know, won't get to the same levels as we saw in 2021 in terms of cost per ounce. Um, we will, we're expecting about uh, $1,200 per ounce gold produced net of silver uh, for the year total. So we'll come back down about you know 10, 20% from where we are right now. Right. Okay. So you talked about you know the I think the annual target is 12 to 14 um thousand, right? Yeah, in 21. In, yes. in, in, in 20 in when? 21. In 2021, we produced just over 14,000. Right. What's the target for this year? 
Uh, between 12 and 14, closer to the 12 side. Right, okay, fine. Uh, so the grades come down, costs are going up, inflation rampant, everyone's talking about it. So are, do, you, do you think anything has changed or do you think that you're going to end up with the amount of revenue available to you to move Palladania forward or are you going to have to readjust your thinking on that? We're, we're spending a little bit more on exploration based on success that we've had. And so that's really the variable that's most important to look at. Um, and it is costing us a bit more to do the mine studies at Velardania than we had uh, initially anticipated. So the, the, you know, the bottom line is we're spending more than we had planned to spend getting things up and running. So the margin, you know, the cash margin, cash balance that we did have before is a bit smaller, but still significant and still a useful addition enough to get us started. And we'll just have to be looking still, as we spoke last time, on the various options to get additional financing to uh, complete the Biox uh, plant for Villardania and, and to get uh, things up and running. So we're still looking at you know the similar strategy that we had before, you know, some cash on hand, uh, a bit of debt, um, um, potentially some offtake agreement uh, to finance. And that's still uh, realistic and doable, okay. in my opinion. Okay. However, now there's a delay at Valadania. This is the joy of mining. It, it comes along <laughs> and crushes you every now and again. Just right, go on. So th there's been there's been a delay. Why? Yeah. So so the delay is uh, based on our test mining. Uh, we you know we're happy with as we talked about before. You know, we've increased the gold payable based on the process change through the Biox plant, but we had to have that that dilution piece figured out from the narrow vein mining to make sure we could deliver the head grade that we had in the plant. Um, our, our mine tests that we did in uh, early this year, May, June, early July, uh, showed that we could get the productivity we required for the plan, but at least on one particular vein, which is a fairly significant vein in the deposit, the dilution was about 25 to 30% higher than planned. And that's enough to make a significant difference when that vein is a third of the production stream. So we're looking at ways to control that. The reason for that uh, dilution, extra dilution, is geological. Basically, there's some parallel fracturing in the diorite that hosts the San Mateo vein that allows the walls to spall off into the stoping area, and it's very difficult to control. Um, now, it's not, you know, it's, it's not like uh, an un limited spalling, it's just you know some fracturing in the diorite. Um, so it, it's not a huge problem. We're looking at ways to either uh, do more bolting to, to, to prevent the rock from falling off um, or replacing that San Mateo vein or those portions of the San Mateo vein with that characteristic uh, with other veins in the resource. And that's possible. We just would need a bit more development to get there and potentially a bit more um, drilling just to make sure we understand those other veins as well as we do uh, the principal veins. Right. So it's always been about the technical solution, the oxidization process, right? Yeah. What? And now it's the geology. So are you with the technology, are you still 100% confident that, that you've kind of cracked that code? I don't want to, you know, or are we going back to that? Partially. No, the, the technology is fine on, right. on the bioxidation. Um, no, we're, we're, I'm not okay. put to bed. Okay, so this no, is all about the geology. And so why, so why hold things up? Because obviously that has a knock-on effect. You know, people might, might go, oh my goodness, like an, another major issue here. 
is, is it just that the, the you're trying to address the kind of re recovery issue, or is it the grade issue, or is the 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 the, the you know the the or more more broadly concerns you, and and why why store things? Can you afford to? Yeah. So so the reason behind this is you know we have of the three or four major veins that we have in the mine plan right now, San Mateo, the vein with this geologic issue, is a major part. We have other veins that we can rely on to produce the feed necessary for the plan and increase the head grade without having that dilution problem. But it requires uh, rejigging the mine plan, looking at what new development will be required to get to those faces, and perhaps doing a little bit more exploration on those veins that we hadn't completed previously because they weren't in the immediate mine plan. So it's not that we don't know anything about them, we just don't know enough about them. So there's three or four veins uh, you know, right there on the property that we have recognized that have the potential to replace the San Mateo piece um, and you know, give us that uh, uh, undiluted head grade that we require for the plan going forward. Right. So it's not a big step back, Matthew, but it is a delay. It's going to take us three to six months to get this under control and, and understood before we can actually go and, and have that uh, confidence in the mine plan with the new pieces in you know, new, in the vein puzzle, if you will, um, to, to make sure that we're going forward without any issues. Right, okay. Does it also give you a bit of breathing room to try and work out what's going in the marketplace with, with regards to inflation? That's the other thing, you know, prices yeah. are low. Yeah, I'd love to see silver come back to where it should be in the $25, $30 per ounce range. Um, you know, gold has also you know, taken a bit of a tumble needs to be around 2000 uh, in my opinion <laughs> yeah. but the macro is is out of our hands obviously everyone suffers from that yeah and the other thing that's out of, out of your hand is the inflationary pressures on development companies when they you, you're trying to put the economics together because we've seen companies come on and blow their their capex budgets out you know 40 50% it, it's a very unusual time but nevertheless it's something that needs to be dealt with um, do you, is a bit of you thinking, well, do we just hold off and sort of see when this kind of settles down again? Or is it a case of we need to kind of get on with it and um, whatever the price is, we, we, we'll have to live with it? You know, it's a, it's, it's, it's a bit of both, uh, frankly. You know, we're, we're getting the detail on the costs. So we've, we've realized that many of the basic costs for the Biox plant, for example, have not gone up as far as we might have thought. Uh, so we've got that detail in hand. You know, some things have gone up substantially. Explosives, for example, are much more expensive now than they were six months ago, let's say. Um, but that we can deal with. Um, but you know, the biggest driver for, for me, for us, is you know, the cash flow from Rodeo tails off after next year. And it would be you know, very advantageous to the company to have Velardania making money before that happens or shortly thereafter. So that's the reason to press ahead, irrespective of some of the other issues that we're seeing, um, as long as we're confident in the mine plan and that we can deliver a head grade that has the potential to be um, you know, as profitable as we as we have it on paper in, in the PEA and our other internal models. Right. Okay. So you're not you're not going to you're not going to rush ahead. You're indicating like three to six months to try and understand what it is that you're looking at there. No technical issues remain. This is strictly about trying to come up with the most efficient mine plan 
that you can. That 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 that's all we're dealing with here. I want to want to make sure I'm reading this properly. Yeah, that, that's it. There is another piece that, that we're looking at that that could benefit um, you know, the head grades, uh, and that's looking at a bit of ore sorting technology that we've looked at previously. It has the potential to help us. Um, it's a it's a double edged sword. You have to mine more material to make it happen. It costs a bit uh, more capital, uh, but you do have the option of you know, rejecting some of that dilutive material and, and uh, recovering some of the initial head grade that you had in the plant. So that's the other side of the coin that we're looking at that may help us um, in the case that you know, we don't like the situation of bringing in a, a couple of new veins into the mine plan completely. Right, okay. Those things tend to cost what between, I don't know, two to five million? What, what do they cost? No, no, they're about a million bucks. Um, mm-hmm. no, so it's just a matter of, uh, it's time more than anything, Matthew, that, that okay. um, you know, we're doing the studies now. Uh, you have to figure out you now which characteristics you're going to sort on. You know, we've, we've looked at that previously. We know we can upgrade the material based on a size sort. And then we, we're pretty sure we can on either a color sort or a XRF type sort um, and recover perhaps, you know, half of the grade that we would have lost with the dilutive uh, procedure, which is very helpful. Um, and that combined with uh, substituting some other better grade and, and better behaving veins into the mine fine plan should solve those problems. And so that's what we're trying to work through right now. Right. Um, and especially now that we have a new chief operating officer. Oh, yeah. Tell, tell me about him. Running. Yeah. Yeah. So we, we hired on uh, John Galassini. He's uh, a very experienced mining engineer um, and with uh, you know, good good process background, good mining background. He's run huge operations in, in uh, Latin America, mostly on the copper side, but also in the small vein side, he was most recently uh, with Saber Gold, um, uh, yep. another junior mining company, yep. um, advancing their Copperstone project in Arizona. So great addition to the company. He's got you know a wealth of of uh, you know real real life engineering experience in mining situations, big and small. So that really does uh, add a, a, a huge amount of experience to our upper level management. You know, as you know, I'm an exploration background guy who have has learned quite a bit about the operation <laughs> through the School of Hard Knocks. But you know, John has you know, gone through uh, his entire career running successful operations, and that's going to help us a bit. It did uh, you know, perhaps lengthen the timeline as he got up to speed with the Velardena operation. Uh, but I think we're, we have a much more solid base now going forward uh, than than we would have had before. Right. So I'm very pleased to welcome John. On yeah, absolutely, team. absolutely. Okay, Phelps George, um, um, nice. Talking of big companies, um, Barrack, are they going to do you a favor <laughs> with El Quavar? What's happening there? Yeah, so they 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 uh, completed their drill program, and yeah. we talked about uh, that they had proposed one, um, and and they they really had some good technical success with that. I'm still waiting to see the final results from the assays, but um, I, I can say that uh, you know, they were encouraging, um, perhaps very encouraging, and I think enough to where it looks to me like they'll continue their earn-in process. Um, they, they feel like they're on, they've made progress towards finding the giant gold deposit that they're looking for, which right. is great news for the company. That's, that's really a nice, that, that is the best result from that. The second best was getting Yachche back so we could produce it ourselves. But it's a much uh, higher economic benefit to the company if Barrick is successful. And it looks like they're on that path now, whereas before I did not think they were. 
Um, right. So that's good news. Then that is it is good news. I'm trying to know what, what what that means. So so how much did they spend during the last twelve months, and if they do go forward, what would they have to spend to continue that um, that earning? Um, they're about halfway through their earning uh, base number, but the the biggest threshold that they have is producing a pre-feasibility study with two million ounces gold equivalent in it. And they're 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 really only started down that path, uh, so they'll spend much more than the ten million if they uh, complete that threshold, and they have plenty of time to do so. Eight years from uh, twenty twenty, so till twenty twenty eight, right? Okay. Less plenty yeah. of time for them, and and it will take you know years to complete drilling out a discovery if they have one, and it looks to me like they're heading towards that direction. Right. Okay. So that'll be that'll be interesting. But that, that's a process, and the longer they stay in it, the better for you, um, I guess. Um, and, okay. and and then to I guess a lesser degree, Santa Santa Maria with fabled uh, silver gold. Um, that's a there's a smaller price there at the end of 2023 if they're still if they still want to acquire 100. So is is that moving forward at all? Again, you know, small companies, difficult times. What are your thoughts? Yeah, tough tough times for a small company, but they're still on track to finish the uh, the purchase. Um, you know, I think uh, they're in the process of of raising the capital. They have some sources of funding in Canada that look fairly solid, despite the downturn in the market. So I fully expect them to complete uh, the, the the buyout, and then you know we're just carried on a, on a royalty basis um, after that. Uh, if and when they go into production. Okay. 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 Well, I guess we'll we'll just um, pay attention to that one um, as and when news comes through. Um, now, uh, Sarita Este, good news from from what I can see. Um, Yakivo, not so much. How are you feeling? Yeah, Expression's a tough game, good. right? Expression's a tough game. So, it is, it is. so I think when we talked last time, I I, I the uh, the high grade. Shoot at, at Pertinencia Vein at Yokivo was wide open to the south. Uh, we tied that off. It didn't go as far as we wished. Uh, we did have some other good drill results on some new veins. We actually found a new vein, the Camilla Vein, in the Yokivo district um, and a couple of good hits on the Dollar Vein uh, a little bit further to the west. Um, but uh, frankly, it's it's been mixed uh, up and down. It's not like a straight shot forward in building, but we will build uh, to a resource late this year. Um, and we just have to evaluate uh, how that looks, whether it's something for us or something for someone else. Um, so good results, but not not the uh, home run that I was looking for okay. at Yokiva. Right. Yeah. But Serita Este, on the other hand, is, yeah. is fantastic. Right. In my, yeah. Looked like it. No, Tell me about it. Tell me about it. Yeah. So it's, it's, it's got, uh, you know, we, we published a result here. I think the, the headline result was uh, just over 50 meters of a gram and a half gold at surface, oxidized material, so it can be heat bleached. Um, and it looks to me like we're, we're definitely rapidly building towards a reasonable resource there that would potentially be economic. So that's, that's really great. And it's really rare that you can you know, report that kind of an interval from surface, you know, from surface, from zero meters, right? Down to the 50, that's that's potentially a rock in the box for a mill or for a heat bleach operation. So I'm very pleased with that. We're we're going to continue the uh, the exploration effort there. We have a drill that will start turning here within a week or two to to carry that off. And uh, you know we do control uh, a large part of that target uh, in the second project adjacent to that the Desierto 
project, which will also be a JV with Cascadero Copper, junior mining company out of Vancouver. Mm. So we, we control the entire occurrence. It's new. Uh, the discovery is fantastic. It's growing. Um, I'm, I'm really pleased to see how it's uh, going forward. We'll have to carry on with the drill program and see how big it gets. Uh, but no, very, very good for the company. Right. So, so coming back to getting the balance of this portfolio, right, in terms of bits that you farm out or JV or people, you know, can, can acquire from you, um, that's going to be a bit spiky in, 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 term, in terms of revenue, right? So Rodeo has got some revenue, but there's, there's a short shelf life to that thing. Valadonia, yes. you're trying, obviously, you're saying next you know, three, six months, you kind of work out, trying to understand what it is that you've, you've got there um, and then you know, get the relevant mining plan in place. And John's going to play a big part of that thing. When you say things like, like with Sarita Estate, um, it's, you know, 50 meters at 1.5, it's oxidized, it's, it's, you know, obviously near surface type stuff, heat leachable. That's a, that's a, feels like cheap gold to me. Um, absolutely. Right? So you, you kind of got to get this balance right because if, if Rodeo doesn't keep going, you've got to think, well, which are the bits that we hang on to? Which are the bits we think there's some good margin to be had and also low capex as well, low opex, you know, good margin. Um, you know, just need to work out how much there is of it. You'll need to raise money for that, obviously. Well, yeah, well, well, maybe you don't, but, um, you know, I'd say there's a kind of changing, very fluid situation here with portfolio management. So, um, is your thinking changing or are you having thinking about contingencies? I mean, what's, what's, what's going on at the board? The attractiveness of a, of a low cost uh, surface mineable gold deposits, um, you know, and Argentina is, is certainly not the worst jurisdiction. Um, it, it, it's, a, it's potentially a company changer. And, and you're right, it would potentially change our focus uh, quite a bit um, and move us away from you know, relying on the the high cost uh, underground mining at Villardenia to a low cost, um, also relatively low capital project in Argentina. Um, so it, it is evolving. We have to see how, how it comes out. We're, you know, we're starting down the path. We don't have a conclusion yet with the resource size and whether it really will be, but it, it has that earmark to me. And you know, when you start seeing these oxide gold deposits coming on, and that's, you know, they're really money makers um, and they're rare. Most of them have already been exploited. So when you find a new one on surface in a great place, um, you know it's it's a really big change for the company potentially. But what I'm sort of intrigued by is I agree with the, all, all of that. You know, people, people can have an opinion about Argentina one way or other. Some big money companies in there, and there's you know all the spirit of trade, right? And you know whatever your view is, but um, you know cash is cash, and if you feel you can move money in and out of country, then it's fine. But something which has been complicated and feels complicated right now at Valadenia in terms of cracking that code, you're going to have some contribution from Rodeo, but you're going to need to go out to market. I just want to how what that narrative needs to look like for, in terms of getting the money together for Valadenia, or do you say that's, that could be someone else's balance sheet issue if we set it up right? And we get a big chunk of change to go after some cheaper answers on the ground. I guess all of the above is on the table, but you know, is, what's your preference? No, I've always thought we had you know, the parts and pieces to put Velardania back into production reasonably. Um, not that it's the lowest risk asset, um, but it does 
on paper have a great margin if you solve this dilution issue that we're looking at now, and I think we can. So I, I think the best of all worlds for us is get that uh, asset back in, making money, um, and then uh, either use that cash stream or sell the asset once it's uh, shown to be profitable. There's plenty of takers for that sort of an asset. And, and then focus on what can be a bigger um, prize for the company, such as this Argentina Cerita Este uh, gold project. To me, that's a, a, a company maker. Uh, Velardena is a company sustainer, perhaps, but uh, not really the big prize that a, a, a mining company is looking for. Yeah. Okay. Well, and, and I do appreciate there's kind of there's kind of a whole bunch of <laughs> assets in the portfolio in Mexican Argentina as as well, which um, I don't necessarily want to cover off today because the you know I, I'm trying to think. Well, how does this company sustain its revenue? How to where to where where the input were the moments that you know, revenue inputs are needed and, you know, what are the kind of big prizes, the big kind of offload moments where you can, you know, um, you know, capture revenue from selling something quickly rather than these kind of option earn and farming type things, which um, you know, took a little bit longer to di digest. Have you got any, um, so I forgot to, have you got any NSRs in the, in here as well? As in receivables for us? Um, yeah. yeah, we do have a a few royalties out there, but they're not uh, on projects that are currently in production. Right. So, okay. Um, you know, it's a future possible uh, source of income, but not immediate. Okay. And okay. you know, you're you're right. You know, our, our our best results are you know primarily putting something into production, making money that way. That's number one. Number two would be you know doing that and then selling the asset uh, a lump sum. Uh, certainly, cash cash bonus that could then allow you to go after some other prize, such as you know, the Sarita Este Gold deposit, for example, um, or you know just if if the cash flow from Bellardania looks stable and and relatively sufficient, like we have in the plan, then that's a really great basis to move forward on the other programs. Um, you know, perhaps a little bit more slowly. Uh, but uh, with a solid financial backing and a good project, you know, there really isn't that much of a difficulty uh, getting reasonable amounts of financing for an open pit type gold deposit. That would not be a big deal. 